Welcome to the Drop Time Report. Turn up the volume and listen to amazing stories about big bucks and the hunters who harvested them. Here is your host, outdoor writer, Tracy Breen. Welcome to the Drop Time Report. On this week's episode, we're going to have Jonathan Burton. It's a pretty unique story. He was able to kill uh, what many are calling a cactus buck in the state of Kentucky uh, this season. If you're unfamiliar uh, with what a cactus buck is, it's it's typically a buck who is not producing uh, very much testosterone, uh, typically from either getting his t- testicles hung up on a fence or getting them ripped off or not having them drop properly as the buck matures. In this situation, uh, it appears as if the testicles did not drop when the buck matured. And so the buck was in velvet each year for a very long period of time. He did, he did shed his antlers, uh, which is uncharacteristic of a cactus buck. But the, the rack was very funky. Uh, and Jonathan was very intrigued with this buck. He went on a guided hunt in Kentucky. Uh, it was only a two-day hunt. And so the odds of success on a two-day hunt are pretty small. But he had his heart set on killing uh, this cactus buck. So in this interview, he's going to go kind of through the trials and tribulations of kind of uh, really saying all or nothing. I'm either going to kill this cactus buck or I'm going to go home empty-handed. Uh, the deer was a really old buck, uh, and it's a pretty cool story that I'm sure you'll enjoy. Uh, Before we get him on the phone, I'd like to thank my sponsors. Uh, My title sponsor, Redneck Blinds, Fourth Arrow Camera Arms, Winsent, Morel Targets, check out their high roller target, Huntworth Clothing. Uh, If you're on a budget, you don't want to break the bank on clothing, check out HuntworthGear.com, Pine Ridge Archery, Lucky Buck Mineral, Grim Reaper Broadheads, Schaefer Performance Archery, Illinois Connection Outfitters in Illinois, Outdoorsmen's makers of great backpacks and tripods, as well as Wilderness Athlete. If you're tired of drinking sugary drinks and gaining weight, check out WildernessAthlete.com. Uh, my favorite Wilderness Athlete drink is Hydrate and Recover. Enter Drop 10 at checkout and get a discount on your order. Now let's go ahead and get Jonathan on the phone. Welcome to the Drop Time Report, Jonathan. How are you? Hey, Tracy, how you doing, buddy? Oh, pretty good. Congrats on your uh, big buck there. Certainly a unique one, that's for sure. Yes, sir. I mean, it's 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 the biggest deer that I've probably, I know that I've ever seen hunting, but uh, it's, it's definitely the biggest deer that I've ever killed. So um, I'm thankful to the good Lord that he allowed me to, to harvest, you know, a deer of this caliber. Now, you're from Alabama, and down there, you know, big bucks don't grow on trees, so to speak, right? <laughs> no, sir. You know, down here, we're known for our football team. We're not known for big bucks, you know. A 130-inch buck down here is actually considered a, a big deer, you know, and even 120-inch. I mean, hunters around here, if you if you see a 120-inch, 130-inch deer, most hunters here is, you know, we're going to take them. So. Sure. Now, 130-inch deer, just so I'm clear, having not hunted in Alabama, I mean, is 130-inch deer three and a half, like, you know, in the rest of the country, two and a half, three and a half, or 
to get to 130, are they really a you know four and a half or five and a half year old deer? 130 inch deer, probably three and a half to four and a half. I killed a 120 inch uh, several years ago, and he was two and a half. So it's it's probably more leaning towards four and a half. You'll start seeing the 130 inch range. Okay. So. Yes, sir. That's interesting. So let's let's talk about uh, your big buck. You you killed a good one uh, in Kentucky, and he is uh, how I how I, it grabbed my attention. I just happened to find you on Facebook. It was shared somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, man, yes, I, I saw the uh, the rack on it. It's like holy cow, there's something different about that one. Um, so kind of explain this buck, where you killed him, and and the history with him. Okay, so we. Uh... We had a lease in, in Tennessee and me and a friend of mine. And, you know, the further north you go, uh, the bigger the deer seems to get. Uh, so we had a lease in Tennessee and, you know, we were seeing some decent bucks up there, but nothing that, you know, I've been hunting 20 years, nothing like I wanted to be seeing. So we planned a trip. We, we got online and we looked. Um, didn't want to go too far. Didn't want to drive, you know, you know, 10 hours somewhere, not this year anyway. So we looked in Kentucky and we found uh, Jonathan Creek Outfitters in Nortonville. And it was only like a three hour drive. And uh, he had some pretty decent bucks um, on his farm. And it, it was a hundred percent fair chase farm, by the way. But uh, we, uh, we booked that hunt in December of 2018, and and we decided to um, uh, take that trip. So, cool. And uh, and in uh, August, the the history with uh, this buck that I killed in August, uh, Scott Adams, the owner, of Jonathan Creek, he uh, he pulled his uh, trail camera cards for the year and sent me this picture of this non typical deer. And right off the bat, I was really impressed with it. I've always liked non-typical deer. Um, so I counted 13 points on it from the picture. But, you know, trail camera pictures, you know, don't do a deer justice half the time. Uh, you know, this deer is 18 points. But uh, very impressed with him on the, the picture. So, you know, I thought about this deer, you know, all summer long. And, and I was hoping and praying, you know, when I – when I went up there, that I would get a chance at him. So Friday, October eighteenth, uh, we we decide to uh, head on up there. Our hunt is October nineteenth and twentieth. So, like I said, it's a three-hour drive. So no, no, wait a minute. Day. This is only a couple-day hunt. Yes, it was a two-day hunt. Oh wow! Yes, I, I, I've never heard of a guided hunt being that short. That's interesting. Yes. Is a it's a special thing that he does. Um, it's you know early earlier season is before the rut hits, so he he offers a two day hunt. So we took that one, um, and uh, the rut in Kentucky normally hits around the fifteenth of November, I think. So you know you get you get a better price, obviously, if you go sooner. Yeah, it's kind of a bargain hunt, so to speak. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. So, uh, uh to continue the story here, uh, that night, uh, the 18th, it was, it was Friday night. So, uh, they had a little campfire set up and we was all standing around it, uh, the guides and 
all the hunters and, and we're just standing around enjoying the evening. And I asked one of the guys, I was like, uh, I pulled this picture up on my phone with a struck camera picture of this deer. And I was like, tell me more about this deer. I'm, I'm very interested. You know, I, I really came up here to kill this deer. You know, they, they had some pretty nice bucks up there besides this deer, but I was just, you know, dead set on killing this deer. So, so he said, uh, let me go get Scott on here and he can tell you more about it. So Scott comes over and he's talking to me and he said, yeah, that's Goofy. And I <laughs> said, Goofy's like, yeah, he said, that's the name uh, we've, we've given this deer because he's so odd looking, you know, really strange looking deer. So that's the name that they actually gave him. And uh, he said he's, he's approximately, you know, seven years, seven and a half years old this year. Uh, uh, which I knew he was a mature buck because on the trail camera photo, I, I seen that drooping belly and I knew he was mature, but, uh, he said they had been seeing him for three years, uh, on his farm. Um, three years ago, uh, a young girl was hunting with her uh, dad and they seen the strange buck run across the field. They was hunting in a shooting house. And they told Scott about it. He's like, I, I haven't seen this deer. But right after that, he started getting trail camera pictures of Goofy. And uh, every year, he was just getting bigger and bigger. And as he was telling me all this, he told me, he said, this year, we've been noticing that he's been coming out right before dark. You know, he's got a lot of pictures of him at dark. Okay. You know, this is a smart deer. This is a smart deer, obviously. But he tells me. He said, I know exactly where he beds at, and I have a 21-foot ladder stand 400 yards away from that on this road. Would you be interested in hunting there the next two days? And he said, it's not going to be the most comfortable setup. You know, and I said, well, you know, that doesn't matter to me because, you know, obviously I come up here to kill Goofy. So he, uh, we looked at the wind for the next morning. It was, it was perfect. It was it was going to be a southeast wind, which it was going to be blowing away from the bedding area. So I knew if 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 Goofy came out, he was not going to you know win me, obviously. So the next morning, Scott, you know, he takes me out to my stand. You know, I get first class treatment, of course. You know, it's an outfitter. So he he pulls up in the Ranger and he takes me out you know, to my stand. I get in my stand and get you know settled in. Daylight comes and, and boom, here comes a um, 115-inch eight-point, you know, 10 yards from me. So I'm enjoying watching this little buck, you know, and there's a couple does that came out. I still hadn't seen Goofy at this point. And, and where he had me sitting at, there was a, it was like a ridge in front of me. And Goofy, where he bedded at, was behind me. And my stand, the ladder stand where I was in, it was just off of this road in between the bedding area and the ridge. And Scott told me they call this road, Rub Road, because the bucks in that area, they like to walk. They like to walk that road and, you know, make rubs or whatever. So later that morning, I seen it's about a 120-inch buck come out, you know, Obviously, I'm tempted. I'm from Alabama, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so Alabama. You're 120 is a monster, right? <laughs> He's a booner. I see this 100. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, which which I knew, you know, Goofy was in there. So I wasn't, 
I was tempted, but not just, you know, like you think I would be probably because, you know, I'm there to hunt this deer, man. And, you know, I got my heart set on him. So he never shows up that morning. And um, I get down probably around, I guess, about 1030 to go get some lunch. And uh, Scott, he just keeps, you know, assuring me, is you know, listen to me, man. You know, if you do what I say, um, you'll kill him. And, and he was so confident about it because he was getting these pictures of him right before dark, you know. Now tell me, so, were you that confident? Because, you know, when it went, I've been on a lot of hunts and, and some guided hunts, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, to kill a deer, a certain deer in two days is, you know, nearly impossible most of right. the time. So were you confident? I, I was uh, pretty confident after listening to him. Now, I did have my doubts, like you just said. You know, I have my I had my doubts about it. But uh, and two, considering um, the time of year it was, you know, but I was trying to listen to Scott because he, you know, he knew the the area better than me, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I was trying to stay, you know, optimistic about it, you know. So, and you know, he had him patterned real good too, you know. Like I said, because the location where he was at. He would always come out on that road from his bed. So, and the way the way Scott was talking about it, I knew he was for real, you know. But yeah, I did have my doubts. I mean, Tracy, I did. To be honest with you, sure. But, uh, yeah, but you know the, was, the cool thing. To... <laughs> the, the cool thing is they well, say the... you know the older a deer gets, oftentimes you know they become somewhat more patternable and they're core range gets smaller and smaller and he obviously uh, read the script that's true that's true so yeah go ahead with the rest of your story sorry okay. to get you there so, so uh let's see that evening um i seen the same 115 inch eight point that i saw that morning saw another spike i've seen a lot of deer on this trip man just a lot of deer but it's nothing that I, I wanted to kill obviously you know goofy never shows up that evening so Sunday morning, this is my last day because, like I said, it's two days night. So uh, Sunday morning rolls around, and I'm getting anxious, man. I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I paid this money for this trip, and you know, I had my heart set on killing this deer, and you know, really wanted to kill him. Really wanted to kill him, and I was trying to stay confident. You know, I was trying to listen to Scott because, like I said earlier, he knows the property. So. Sunday morning was actually a cool one. I, I saw uh, two eight points that morning with 120-inch range again, and they sparred a little bit, and uh, one of them made a scrape right there in front of me. Um, you know, Spike and Fudos, still goofy, was still pinned up. He still wasn't coming out. Um, so I had one more hunt. You know, Sunday evening, that's it, man. You know, it's, Sunday evening, it's over. So, this is when I started getting worried, man. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, could you buy extra days? Could you buy extra days or or anything like that? Or it's like, listen, man, you have 48 hours or, or you're going home? Or what? what's the, <laughs> yeah. what's his philosophy there? Well, on this, this two-day hunt, he doesn't offer, uh, actually, I don't think he offers extra days. I think he, uh. I think you just buy the day the hunt that he uh, makes available, sure, and then you just take them. 
So I knew, I knew this was it, you know? So Sunday afternoon, um, I went ahead, I took another scent free shower. I've already done that this morning of the hunt, but, uh, threw my scent blocker clothes and, uh, airtight bag and I hit my ozone generator again. Cause I wanted to be, I was taking all precautions, man. I, I knew I had a good wind again that evening, which the whole hunt, both days, it was southeast wind. It was perfect. I mean, the wind was blowing out of his bed, but I didn't want to take a chance of, you know, maybe the wind swirling on me or, because, you know, this is a mature animal that I'm after. So, I, you know, I'm taking off precautions, you know, with my scent. Um, so, like I said, we had that, we had that perfect wind again that evening. And uh, so, on this hunt, Scott dropped me off. It was about 75 yards up Rub Road. Uh, the other hunts, he was kind of bringing me in closer to the stand and letting me off. But he's like, let's try this. You know, you just walk in real quiet. So that Sunday night, Sunday evening for the hunt, about 3 o'clock, he drops me off, and I walk in real quiet, and uh, I get settled in. And I didn't mention this earlier, but uh, I always film my hunts for YouTube, for my YouTube channel, you know, Burton Outdoors. Sure. And I decided on this hunt not to try and self-film because I've gotten busted in the past, man, and I, I just, you know, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't want to take a chance on getting busted, you know, by this buck of a lifetime. And, you know, looking back on it, I kind of wish I did now. But, you know, I got the buck that I wanted. But I'm getting ahead of myself. But, you know, my dad, he was actually going to come and film me, but he had other obligations at home, and he just couldn't make it. So it didn't work out. But anyway, I'm digressing. So I, right. I got in the stand. I got in the stand probably about, it was about three, and it it was a warm evening. It was, man, it was pushing 60 degrees that evening. And uh, the next morning, there was a storm that was going to come in, a pretty heavy storm. Uh, Monday morning, I was I was just hoping maybe that would might get goofy on his feet, you know. So I'm sitting there, and I didn't see anything to probably – an hour before dark and uh, I started seeing some does come out and I seen a button buck and 20 minutes before dark and then this is the part of the story that you know some people might not believe but this really happened Tracy this really happened 20 minutes before dark you know I'm praying dude I'm, I'm in this stand praying <laughs> ah, that's awesome that's awesome I, yeah I was like I was like um uh, hey God, this uh, twenty minutes, my minutes over, you know. And uh, this is the truth, man. But man, twenty minutes before dark, I prayed. I said, God, if you can put, if you can tell an animal to get on the ark, you can tell Goofy to get out of his bed and come down this road and turn broadside and let me get a good shot on it. Believe it or not, Tracy, the truth of my hand up. Five minutes later, I look up Rub Road and see this huge body deer. It's getting dark at this point, so I can't see his antlers. Okay. Until he gets closer. He's coming toward me. He's coming toward me and stops about 40 yards facing me. And I can see his antlers at this point. I knew it was goofy. Uh, his baseball bats coming out of his head, man. Just, just big bases on his deer. And uh, immediately I just quit looking at his antlers because. You knew <laughs> it was goofy. About, yeah, you knew it was goofy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
I'm bad about getting shook up too, man. So I just quit looking at his antlers and just focused on the shot, you know, and just trying to calm myself down. And I guess it was a minute, a minute past. He was just facing me and he finally turned broadside and I got a good shot on him. He ran, I heard him crash and it was, it wasn't far, man. It was, it wound up being 20 yards is how far he ran. So at the, at this point, you know, I don't have no, camera gear obviously with me so i take my cell phone out and i just get my reaction on my iphone um later i'm planning on doing a, a sit down type interview video okay. about goofy when i when i get the mount back but uh i get that my reaction and you know i'm tired of it man and i i text god and i tell him um hey man i just shot goofy he's like awesome i'll be right there and dark at dark, here he comes with a bunch of the guys on the ranger. We, he's got the dog with him because he, the dog, he wants to keep the dog in training, obviously, which I knew if he was dead, and I told him he was dead. But the dog tracked him 20 yards, and I, I went down there, man, and got my hands on that deer, and it was just a surreal moment. So that's this um, deer. That's talk. That's talked really. Uh, you know, for people they don't really know because we've kind of not let the cat out of the bag yet here. We know you've killed him, but he was uh, a very abnormal deer, you know, funky, non-typical, still in velvet, um, because they they believe, you know, he's what's called a cactus buck, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He he was uh, a cactus buck. And, you know, at this point, I'm uneducated why this deer uh, has this condition. And he... He was still in velvet. This, I mean, October 20th, right? I mean, a deer shed his antlers, what, September 1st? You know, sheds first his velvet, you September. mean. Yeah, sheds his velvet. Yeah, sheds his velvet. And uh, so this deer still has his velvet. And I'm just, I'm uneducated. And I, I have no idea, you know, I'm just amazed because I have two bucket list items, man, at this point. I'm, I've always wanted to kill a non-typical buck. And I've always wanted to kill a buck in velvet, and I've never done those two. So I'm sitting here, and I got both on one buck. There you go. So <laughs> it's just a, an amazing experience. And we counted the points on him right then and there, and he had 18 points. You know, a lot of stickers coming off his bases. Uh, so just just amazing deer, man. And mature deer, you know, seven and a half, you know, that – and that's another bucket list item. I've always wanted to kill a deer that was that old. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I just couldn't believe that I had, you know, all three on one deer. So explain for so, people who don't know, you, you were obviously uneducated at the moment, but you were quickly yeah. brought up to speed. You know, what exactly is a cactus buck for those that don't know? So a cactus buck is a deer that either has an injury to parts of his reproductive organs or never formed all of his reproductive organs, which, you know, it leads to lower testosterone in the buck's body. So that, in turn, you know, makes him stay in velvet longer. Now, this is a, this is a strange part that I'm still researching. A cactus buck is supposed to stay in velvet his whole life. Now, this is what I've read. And he's not supposed to shed his hardened antler. Where Goofy, 
actually would shed his velvet, late, of course, and he would always shed his hard antler, antlers every year. I actually got one of his sheds. You know, Scott gave me one of his sheds. So I don't know if you can enlighten me at all on that, Tracy, or... No, I don't know, you know, I mean, that's uh first yeah. time I've kind of heard... He's, I mean, uh, he's an oddball, obviously. So maybe, maybe he uh, got caught on a fence or something and still had one testicle or... I mean, did you yep. examine that by any chance? I mean, when you were skinning him out? Yep, we examined it, examined it and uh, when he was gutting him out, they was they they never dropped, you know. So he had them, but he never formed all okay. the way. So obviously, so his whole life he was that way. Yes, sir. And he was. Uh, it wasn't an injury, you know. That's what Scott was thinking at first, but you know. This deer, you know, has always been, you know, that way. So, very, very unique deer, man. It's just, um, we we got him back to camp, and uh, I called my wife, and I mess with her so much about, you know, I'll, I'll text her when I'm hunting. I just killed a big deer, and I'm always just messing with her. So she didn't believe me at first, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, "You're right." <laughs> Said, yeah, right. I said, no, I'm serious this time, baby. <laughs> cool. But, uh, you know, it was just, um, into the taxidermist, of course, and he's been a vow only, but, um, hoping to get him back soon because I'm anxious to see him again, you know. He, uh, the taxidermist did measure the, uh, bases, and, um, uh, the left base was nine and a half inches around, and the right base was 10 inches. So, and it was kind of, his antlers, the bases are kind of merged together. You've seen the picture, Tracy. Yeah, I did. The, the front of his head. There's a little hole underneath his antler. That's how we got a string around it when we measured the circumference of his bases. Uh, it's just, that deer had to have a headache, man. That, that antlers was, <laughs> and the bases was just deep into his head. The uh, sheds that I got, is very uh, strange looking. It's the bases extend the way into his skull. It's just I'll send you a picture of that later, Tracy. But it's just uh, it's just amazing deer, man. And I just I feel blessed that God allowed me to harvest him. And uh, I said, man, it was, it was all God. He just he blessed me with it. That's and, awesome. Uh, what, um, sir? What what so right now? What does he end up scoring? You know, obviously it's a green score at this point. But what is the rough yes, score? Sir. Rough score is uh, upper one forties. That's what that's what we're thinking. Now he looks a um, lot bigger than that, and maybe it's those bases. But when you look at a picture of him, you're like, yes. man, that's some funk, funky giant. Um, yes, sir. It would have been interesting. Imagine what he wouldn't would have been at seven and a half. You know, if if um, he was a normal buck. True. Yes, true. Yeah, he, uh, we figured him, we had a guy there that was hunting with us, and uh, he scores deer in Ohio, and uh, that's what he was kind of thinking. You know, he's not uh, as big as you think he might would be, but uh, his basis is actually going to help his score, obviously, and he's real thick all the way up on his main beams, but uh, that's what's really going to carry this deer. Um, score wise but uh i was telling them guys there um i really don't care what he scores man it's just because he's so unique 
you know, to me. And he's, he's just so unique. And uh, like I said, he, you know, I got three bucket list items checked off on one beer. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I, uh, that's awesome. I just, yes, sir. I'm just tickled to death to have the opportunity to uh, kill him, you know. Yeah, the, it, to me, um, it's not that you killed him, but the fact that you were hunting him for, let's face it, less than 48 hours about, uh, yes, you sir. know, and you were able to put yes, it sir. together. And we've all been on piles of hunts where we're getting a certain buck on a camera and something mm-hmm. goes awry when you arrive or, you know, it's the rut happens or who knows what, you know, the neighbor kills him. And right. this one is truly a textbook deer hunt that happened in two days or less. Yes, sir. Yeah, that that's difficult. Like you said, you know, two days. This is my first time on the property, which I had some good guides, you know, the owner. The owner actually was my guide. Um, so, he must have took a liking and, to you, huh? I guess he did, and I'm glad he did, you know. And, and really, and really, he told me I was the only guy on that that we had 12 hunters there with us i was the only guy that um asked about that deer now there was an actually there was another guy they had a uh a hunt before that and he asked about it but the wind was wrong and he just couldn't put him in there because the wind was you know different but see when i was there the wind was perfect both days so when i asked about goofy I was able to go into his bedroom and, you know, able to get close to him. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, the pictures he has of him three years prior, did he mm-hmm. did he grow each year like a typical buck would from three and a half or four and a half, whatever he was, to seven and a half, or did he kind of just stay the same? No, he did grow. The shed that he, I don't know about three years ago, but the shed from last year, he put on probably – 20 inches i mean he really he really took off uh, even the the width the uh, circumference of the bases on this shed is probably it's probably seven inches on the shed and he he put on three more inches of girth oh, wow. so i mean yes he uh he really pushed out the growth in his uh later years so I don't know if he would have kept on. I mean, seven and a half year, is pretty old. Yeah, there. I mean, at some point you'd yeah. think he'd go backwards. But man, if if he would have, you know, grew more next year, I don't know what he would have turned into. Maybe he would have been a unicorn buck, huh? Right the the bases <laughs> the bases would have just grown together. Yes, yeah. That's something. He's a he's a unbelievable deer, man. It's just. I just couldn't believe that I killed him. You know, to be honest with you, it's just it's this surreal moment, you know, uh, when it happened. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to making that video. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's t- cool. Telling my story about him. You know. Yeah, that's uh, he's very unique. He'll never kill one like him again. That's for sure. Once in a lifetime, Tracy. It's, it's that's what I was thinking to myself when I got my hands on him. You'll enjoy it because you you probably may never kill a deer like this again. I mean, it's it's just one of those types of deer, you know. Yeah. I mean, so. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm just thankful to, that God bless him, man. It, it was all him. It wasn't me. It was just God's blessing. Yeah. Well, hey, nothing wrong with that. That's, yes, that's awesome that he uh, answered the prayer for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I, I, I appreciate you 
being on the show and congratulations on that monster buck. And uh, certainly send me a picture of him when you get him back from the taxidermist. Uh, and congratulations once again. Well, thank you, Trace. I appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to be on your show and uh, sharing my story. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. The Lord certainly did bless Jonathan Burton. Man, that was an awesome story. The odds of killing a buck like that are one in a million. And the odds of killing him on a two-day hunt are even smaller. So that is an incredible story. Next week, we're going to have a guy on the show who shot a booner in Iowa. Uh, Until then, if you want to find out more about me, visit my website, tracybreen.com. It'd be great if you'd also go ahead and give me a positive review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Until next week, have a great day.